0: I know um, that was a really good uh, is amazing. And it was um, you know, an encouragement to all of us that time will come that those people that do not know and do not really even consider Christ in their lives, they will come to realize that the Lord Jesus Christ is, you know, the, the, the blessed, the blessed Lord. And they will recognize that. They will be able to see that. That the Lord Jesus um, is glorious. And those people, uh, when they realize it, it's so sad that it was. it's going to be very late. It's going to be very late when they realize that the Lord Jesus um, is um, the true God. But again... That Lord Jesus that um, we, we always adore in our singing, in our worship, in our personal walk uh, is the same Lord that is the master of the church, the same Lord that is um, the ruler of this universe. And again, we will enjoy the blessing of that uh, truth because we are the ones that um, are blessed also by by the recognition of uh, the, the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ in our lives. First Timothy chapter three. First Timothy chapter three verses fourteen to sixteen. <clears throat> First Timothy chapter three. <clears throat> All right. We will start from verse number 14. If you can, let's all stand, please, and let's read these um, um, three verses right here. Verses 14, 15, and 16. <laughs> all right? So let's read this together from verses number 13, 14 down to verse number 16. All right, if you are there, um, First Timothy chapter 3, verse number 14, together now, ready read. These things write I unto thee, hoping to come unto thee shortly. But if I carry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles. Believe on in the world, receive up into glory. Our Father in heaven, thank you, Lord, once again for the joy that you have brought um, to us, Lord, in the moment that we have received salvation uh, through your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, Lord, we um, come um, unto you once again to ask your blessing upon our service tonight, that Lord, you will just soothe our hearts. You will just speak to us, Lord, through your word, and Lord, convict us on things that Um, we need to um, uh, attune ourselves with and Lord I pray that you would just um, um, speak to us oh God in a way that is clear and and, uh, Lord that we can uh, perceive in our hearts Lord uh, your will in our lives that we can know and we can do those things Lord because um, that is where the joy um, Lord uh, that we can that can be derived through um, the doing of your will And now, Father, I pray that you will bless these people. Thank you for your uh, faithfulness to us. Thank you for your um, abundant uh, grace that you have bestowed upon us. And now, uh, as we have this um, midweek service, I pray that this will will serve as our strengthening and reminders also on things that we ought to continue and we ought to do uh, while we wait upon your coming. And bless, Lord, your people, bless even those who are still on the, on the way, of God, that you will keep them safe on the road. And also, Lord, uh, for those who are uh, staying home tonight, I pray, O oh God, that you will impress upon their hearts the importance of service and the importance, Lord, of coming together to pray together and to um, 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 uh, raise our voices together. Uh, to elevate and to magnify your name. Bless all of us tonight, and thank you for your goodness to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. <clears throat> Alright, so um, again, the Lord um, is, is magnified in everywhere, in everywhere. As we um, come tonight, we, we sound those hymns, and what a blessing, you know, uh, <laughs> that we can sing beautiful hymns to the Lord and to lift up the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Because as I said to you many times before, and again I will repeat that, that the Lord Jesus Christ must be magnified. The Lord Jesus Christ must be glorified and must be praised because His name is worthy to be praised. And again, as I said to you, if we fail, if we fail to um, magnify Him, to praise Him during the day, throughout the day will manifest the glory of God and the goodness of God and those things that the Lord has done and uh, continue, continually doing um, those things, the Lord supposed to be praised. The Lord supposed to be magnified. And if we fail to do that, we deprive Him. We deprive the Lord of the praise that belongs to him that is why uh coming to church is the least that we can do at least here in the church whether you are in in the you know in the booth to sing you will sing because we are singing here we are preparing our hearts here when when we come together we um you know condition our hearts Before we listen to the preaching of the word of God, before we open the Bible here, we we sing first so that there is this atmosphere of joy, atmosphere of praise. So so that when the Lord will speak to us, it's clear that, you know, those hindrances and barriers will be taken out of the way. And then all of us will become, you know, um, um, uh, uh, we can we can maximize the. Uh, the blessing of god's word in every time that we come together so that's why um we have to understand that the lord needs to be praised here in our text uh, tonight um it's, it's this is very common verse to all of us and uh, many times i've heard the preachings about this especially verse number 16 and uh also in uh, verse number 14 we read this uh, many times but um, our focus tonight is, uh, you know, is, you know, we are just going to go around this message of the church and we, we will understand tonight um, what the Lord wants uh, for us also to understand. The Apostle Paul, uh, he wrote these like, uh, letters to Timothy and Timothy is his disciple, was his disciple before and then Timothy eventually became the pastor of the church in Ephesus. And uh, Timothy um, was given um, instruction by the Apostle Paul because he was young, Um, you know, obviously he was very young. He became a pastor at a young age and then uh, Timothy was facing all these, you know, problems in the church, uh, um, dealing with people in the church, the young people and the uh, people around his age and older people and the women. And those very old people also. All there in the church. And it's so hard, you know, for a young person uh, to teach the people and to rebuke the people, to exhort the people in the word of God. And those people are, you know, very much older than him. And perhaps, you know, uh, as a young person, there are lots of things that you need to learn. And those old people can see the spots of our weaknesses as young person. So and then here comes the the young person will come up to the pulpit and preach to those old people, and you, you can just feel how the message would be, you know, um, received by those people. And um, it's it's not, you know, uh, it's it's not surprising if um, Timothy will be afraid to preach. It's not surprising if Timothy will stand here in the pulpit and then will have this reservation in his heart because those people are there in the, in the pews, you know, more mature than him, more knowledgeable of the Word of God than him. And, and again, but again, he was ordained to be a pastor, and he has to uh, stand there. He had to uh, do the work that God uh, wanted him to do. So again, the Apostle Paul came in there to help Timothy, you know, Timothy, you have been called by the Lord, you know. Stand firm. Uh, this is what he said, really, actually, and 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 just encouraging Timothy to continue on. And but while continuing, he has to he has to um, be also like responsible person. Do not act like a, a boy. You know, that's my message in the uh, men's meeting. Um, the the difference between the um, uh, men and boys So again we, sh- we should not act like Boys if, if we are um, Doing the work of the Lord And we are doing the things of the Lord We should act like men We should act like Matured men Because that is what is required From us Especially me as a pastor Or, or maybe You know those in leadership doing things for the lord you should be you know in utmost behavior in your conduct in your manners in everything that you do because people's eyes are watching and again um uh you make or break the church in your actions so therefore we ought to be very very careful especially we older men We have to be very careful in our walk, in our talk, in our dealings, and pray for one another. Because, you know, at any time, we may slip out of the way in this ministry because we have done something foolish that later on will cause us to regret those things. Why why I didn't do that? Why should, you know? Sometimes we, we, we did uh, we do things that we don't really um, uh, know that the impact of such a thing is uh, very very serious but again uh, it's because of our lack of um, um, experience there because maybe of our youth so that is one thing that is what happened here to Timothy because he was still young and he lacks all those experiences that all those um, older people People have experienced in life. That is why, you know, and also in my in my lesson about biblical masculinity, um, we are teaching our men there uh, not to seek advice or counsel from your peers al- around your age. Right. Seek counsel from those matured men, those older men. Seek counsel from there because the Lord you know allow these people to have more experience and when 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 time comes uh, time comes that um, the counsel of this old elderly person differs from what you have received from your peers the counsel of your peers i think you better you know um, hold this counsel very very seriously and consider that counsel very seriously That's right the counsel of the elderly and again uh, if if you see that uh, the council is really against you know in your own understanding, then seek second opinion from another elderly person, so that you will be guided and you will be able to uh, make the decision that uh, you know the Lord uh, that that's our desire that the Lord will be glorified. So again, yeah, the Apostle Paul is very mindful about the status of. Timothy here. He's very mindful about the, the, the young Timothy because he needs to learn more and he needs to grow up and, and, and again uh, he needs to do the work of the Lord. You see, uh, he said in verse number 15, But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God. He, he, you know me me as a pastor here uh by the grace of god you know i know i know how to behave myself here in the church by the grace of god Uh, timothy was supposed to be also in that stage but again the difference is he's still very young he's still very young in the in the ministry as a pastor perhaps so uh again my my years of experience um Maybe not be very you know uh, profound and large uh, in the ministry. Maybe twenty years or something like that. But being a pastor for fourteen years, and 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 uh, doing the leadership in the young people's program and Sunday school uh, for that in the adult department for many years. So yeah, around 20, 22 years. But again, um, that that you know uh, puts me in the. Situation that when I when I arrived to New Zealand, um, we set the course, which which way to take and what what uh, what steps to take uh, in our church and what what we allow and what we don't allow. So those kind of things, um, you know, because things will happen really there that um, we need to make decisions sometimes. But again, um, those experiences are very valuable experience are very valuable and these are the experiences that are very very important for the young people to listen to the elderly listen to the elderly because uh they have this experience and again this is not for me as a pastor to uh to force this upon the young people to swallow them but instead i'm going to present it to them and it's up to them to evaluate and to weigh it, to weigh it. But as I, as I said um, a while ago, that whenever the, the elderly or a pastor or a mature Christian will give you sound advice, consider that very, very seriously and take it very seriously. Um, you know, uh, do not dismiss that um, easily because um, you will see, you know, that there is this wisdom. Um that is uh, given to it, And that would be a great blessing to you, if you listen, if you hearken. So again, um, the Apostle Paul here, um, giving this uh, young uh, preacher, Timothy, instructions, and instructions not from any other source, instructions that are coming from the Word of God. You know, that there's no other instructions for you that we can give to young people or to older people that, you know, seeking advice or counsel from us. So again, um, uh, there were a few people that uh, recently sought counsel from me and by the grace of God, you know, it is the Word of God that will help them and uh, will will guide them because I have no wisdom of my own. Uh, The wisdom is coming from God and it is right there in the Word of God. So again, uh, we rejoice in the Lord when um, people, you know, will seek God's, um, um, will seek God and the wisdom of God in their time of decision. And well, I thank the Lord for that. And there was this uh, person that decided to, um, you know, separate from uh, the spouse. And I said no. Uh, Yeah, that's why I I come to you because I I know you will not allow it. I know you will not like it. But before I will make my decision, I I need to talk to you. (laughs) Okay, all right. You know me, Uh, it's not just me, it's from the Word of God. I said it's coming from the Word of God. You know, to separate from your um, husband is not from from the Lord. And um, uh, it's just. it's just you know uh, a blessing to see that how things uh, change in, uh, in in her in her life when um, when when she um, heard um, the word of God and I said okay after we finish uh, talking he said you go home okay <laughs> you go home. Uh, she, she already walked far away. and said, "You go home, right?" Yeah, yeah. It's all right. Go home. And then the next day, they visited us in the house, both you know, uh, her and her husband. And Amen. we thank the Lord for that because yes. Yes. you see, the the woman was in the brinks. She was in the brinks, and I was the only. I think she was waiting for my words. She said, she was ready, I said, I'm ready, I'm packed up. No intention of going, going back to the house. And I can see the phones ringing, ringing, see ringing. I said, go home, you know, submit your husband. Submit to your husband. Then when the moment the, the husband uh, went, uh, you know, visited uh, to the house, so I spoke to the husband, you know, I spoke to the husband very um, um, seriously. I said, love your wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that's the reason why the wife would would go. Because she feels that she was not loved. And you know, you're very busy with your own thing. And you have forgotten the need of your of your wife. I said, love your wife. There's no other way to, to go about this. Oh, Pastor, I love your wife. Now, I think uh, yeah, you know you know that you love your wife, but uh, your wife is not picking it up. she, she has not picked up the message. Why, why she has that decision in her mind that you know, um, she's not loved. So again, oh, well, uh, you know, sometimes I have my own problems. I, have, I will forget my own problems when I see the problems of others. <laughs> but I am so blessed. The transformation there, the transformation, and then you know what? They left the house. They, you know, happy, both of them happy. And uh, I'm, I'm I'm so glad that you know the Lord has um, put me. I, I said to my I said to her, no no I, I need to talk to you, but you, you need to come to my place because um, the best person that you need to talk about your problem now is my wife. Jinky, Sure. So, no, Pastor. I'm I'm afraid. I, I I can I can talk to you, but I cannot talk to other people. Ah, okay, all right. And then I hope that you know what um, you women, girls, ladies. You know, if you have problems, you know, talk to my wife. Talk to Jinky. You know. Uh, <laughs> I hope that you know uh, when you think about jumping. Uh, off the bridge that you know um you will change your mind there was this uh, story of um, pastor babius that there was this guy who was already up there at at the bridge and about to to jump and and he 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 was yelling and shouting and uh maybe you know he lost everything maybe his wife his family and his uh, money and everything, and said there's no reason to to to, uh, to leave, and I, I have no reason to leave now. I said, oh, oh, why? Why? What's wrong with you? Come down. Let's talk it over. No, I cannot. I I, I want to die. There's um, um, everything is um, bleak, and I have no hope, and uh, I I don't want to leave anymore, and I have so much problem. No, no, what's the problem? Come down. Let's talk it over. Come down. And, and the, the, the man down there was persuading the man not to jump, but come down. He was persuaded, and he came down, and then they talk. And later on, both of them jumped. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that that is not, you know, the, the situation with my wife giving you advice. <laughs> that both of you will jump. <laughs> no, you have to, you know... Um, the Word of God is the, is the is the basis there. The Word of God is the one that will strengthen us. Because there's so much blessing in the Word of God. Let's take a look at here in verse number 15 in our text. He said, verse number 15, But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God. You you see here, the church is, you know, the the house of God. And again, we we, we know already what is the church. The church is people. We are the house of God. Each one of us coming together, you know, comprise the church. So when we come together comprising the church, this is the house of God. And when this is the house of God... This is not just a house of God, but this is really the church of the living God. We are that people. Again, all of us will face different circumstances, different struggles, different problems, different, you know, aspirations for the future, different um, ways of uh, how are we going to survive in this situation? How are we going to raise our family in, in the ways of the Lord? And how are we going to, you know... You know uh, 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 get over this all these problems and um um, situations in life so we all will face those kind of struggles and again you have to understand that um in our daily walk we must be with the lord all the time the lord must be on our side all the time sometimes even though you know we 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 pray and we talk to god many times in the day and uh, we still feel like we are weary and tired and and trouble and it seems like there's so much problem and it seems like there's no end inside there's no light you know you're like in the tunnel and then there's no light you can see up ahead but I'll tell you my friend um, Just keep on walking with the Lord and uh, talk to the Lord and be with the Lord all the time and never, you know, uh, um, stay away from the Lord. Just keep on um, um, with His presence and your devotion and just love the Lord more and more. Just love Him and just um, put your faith in Him, complete faith in Him. And I'll tell you, the Lord um, will give you rest uh, in the time. Um, you know, appointed by the Lord, and He will give you blessing, He will give you joy, and the, the joy that the Lord has prepared for all of us. There is this joy that the Lord prepared for all of us. And again, uh, the Bible says, Let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season you shall reap if we faint not. So just do not faint, just do not uh, get discouraged, just carry on and continue on. Do not Depart from the faith because many people they they, they come to church and they they, they worship the Lord and <coughs> when problems strike, then they will depart from the Lord. It's so sad that they will depart away from the Lord. And and again, uh, um, there are all these people also that we know that despite of the problems that they go through in life, they still continue sticking with the Lord. They are even the more faithful. Despite of the trials that's so difficult that they go through, and yet they remain faithful. But again, whether people will leave or people will um, stick on, on, the, on the things of God and uh, stay with us, then all we need to do and to understand, my friend, is that um, the Christ that we are serving, the, the Lord that we are serving in this world, is the master of the church yeah. He is the master of the church And he is the one That's owning. he's the sole proprietor Of this church That's why I'm, I'm not so much worried about You know uh, uh, the, the future of the church I, I, I relinquish that worry You know I relinquish that worry Who's preaching the w- last Monday evening? I forgot A brother Brother Mike yeah, this message was about worry. Wow, well, we know worry and uh, how useless it is. But again, um, uh, we worry despite of it's not really helpful. <clears throat> no, you will not worry, and then later on you will grow, uh, and and because you worry, worry is a useless, useless asset. Right. It's not going to help us anything. But again despite of the knowledge of that, we still worry. And maybe because we are, you know, um, we have this flesh that when problems come to us, we will be, uh, we are like so calm to, uh, to to think about the worst. And when we think about this item or object and that will cause us to worry, uh, we worry because there, there are possibilities. There are possibilities that Will happen because of this, the presence of this situation, and that will cause you to worry, and that will rub your joy of the future. You rub your joy in the present, and you will rub your your hope for the future. Why? Because of that worry. And sometimes the the, the reality is, uh, when worry happens to us, most of the time, ninety nine. Percent Of the time Those things that we worry about is not going to happen That is why We have to um, understand this That uh, when there are problems That will come in our lives And they will come We cannot really avoid it They will come, problems will come But all we need to do is Remain faithful to the Lord Remain faithful to the work of God Remain faithful to the word of God Remain faithful to the people of God who belong to the church of God. Why? Because, you know, the master of this church is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the master. He is the owner. And uh, again, not just the master, but here Apostle Paul taught Timothy about the manners, the manners of this church uh, that owned by Jesus Christ. In verse number 15, again, the first phrase he said, "But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God." Again, uh, we have to understand that the purpose of this of, of this letter of Paul uh, for Timothy is uh, for Timothy to know how to know how, and what is that? Because you know it, The church is not really easy you know, when, when I got saved in 1993 And the first time I came to church It's okay because there were a few of us There would be a, a handful of people there And we see every Sunday morning Around 10-15 uh, people And Sunday morning 10-15 people And uh, Sunday evening no, Maybe half of that and Just the family of the pastor And a few workers and all that And then uh, Wednesday the same So small Our church in Mabolo yeah. was so small um, 20 people For many many years It's like that Until you know the Lord Who's just blessed the church And exploded in number Now it's uh, I think around 400 um, uh, 300 to 400 people And a lot of children in the school And when the children will come to church uh, Because they are, <coughs> we have school Oh that the church is packed and you know how that's the, how the Lord bless bless. Uh, you know, when we start, when, when the church started, there it was very small, and, and and then all of a sudden it becomes big. But what what I'm saying is that um, I I went into the church. I I'm part of the church that uh, that's very small. It's okay, you know. We can we, we have freedom, you know, movement. We can we can walk around and all that because there's not much people. But when uh, Pastor Jimbo took us to Katiponan, our church, no service in the Wednesday evening, we'll go to Katipunan there is a special speaker so we went to Katipunan wow you will shrink there because there's so much people here, you don't want to stand up because when you stand up, especially you are sitting there near the front when you stand up, all the people there is like, we'll look at you so now you know, that kind of uh, thing you experience, but that is not exactly what Apostle Paul wanting Timothy to learn and to know how to behave, because this one he wanted Timothy um, to you know uh, behave in the church in a manner that is he must make you know he must be aware that he is the person that will that will lead these people. So therefore. He himself must lead a good life. Must lead, must lead a good life and also a life that is orderly. An orderly life because my friend, I will tell you, a lot of people, a lot of new Christians in the church, they just look at pastor and the people around the pastor and and the leaders of the church. They will just look at that and then once they pick up something that's, you know, uh, um, you know, disorderly Perhaps And for them, it's maybe still okay But they will do it because they think That that is acceptable Because look at that um, The leader of the church is doing the same That is why we must be The more careful In our, in our ways in, our, in the church You have to be very behave 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 in the church You right. see, that's what I, I told you already that, you know um the members of the church is always one level down or two levels down and i'm taking the example there of clothing if i will come to the church just without coat and without tie, the people will come you know t-shirts if i will come to the church and stand here in t-shirts the people will sit there in sleeveless sleeveless if I will not behave myself, you know, higher than the, the thing. Oh, pastor, are we not going to accept people? No, we accept people. Let them come. Whatever they wear, let them come. Because they do not know. But us, who are already, you know, mature in the church, we are the ones leading that example. Okay. We cannot allow, you know, uh we restrict ourselves. Not we are going to restrict the people, but me. I restrict myself. It's so easy, you know, for me to come and then not, not um, you know, uh, um, you know, uh, wearing the proper clothes. It's easier for me, especially now. I arrive from work. I work in um, over there in Browns Bay. and I thought one hour and a half is okay to come here. And it's not. Because I thought the traffic would just go down south from the city. But, wow, well, the traffic is everywhere. But again, um, it's, it's, it's easier for, for, for me. But it's not about what's convenient for me. If you are a leader of the church, it's not about your convenience. If you remember, you know, we had this uh, young people's training uh, we have this young people's training um, sometime, I think, 2018 or something like that. And uh, in that training, uh, we have this um, leadership um, um, uh, lessons for for the youth. It's like, um, it is like, um, what's this? It is like a triangle. It's triangle like that. The more the more you go up in the ladder of leadership, the narrower your space. You become the more restricted, the more restricted until you reach to the top. You, you, there's not much freedom there. At, at the top of the triangle, the leader is up on the top of the triangle. When you reach to the top of the triangle, there is not much freedom it's not like that. Oh, you're the, you're the leader, so you can boss people around. Oh, you're, you're, you're you you Come on! Now we cannot do that. There is no way that you can do that. But in the in this leadership, you know, um, 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 scheme, it is really unique. In Christian leadership, in um, you know, uh, leadership by servanthood, it's very unique. You go up to the top the more, you know, restricted your movements are. If you want to be, you know, if you want to stay at the bottom, you have a lot of freedom, you know? You have a lot of freedom here. If you are at the bottom, if you are a member, you have freedom. You, you don't have to wake up, you know, early in the morning to pray. You don't have to um, 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 come to church uh, early. Uh, You don't have to come to church, you know, wearing your clothes. You don't have to come to church ready with your study and your lesson. You don't have to come to church and bring your Bible. You don't have to come to church and and, and, and you have have a lot of freedom. But if you become, you know, up the ladder of that leadership, wow, there's a lot of things that you are restricted in your movement. But again, that is how it is. That is what the Lord has um, made that, that um, we ought to behave ourselves. As leaders in the church, we have to behave ourselves the more uh, because we are serving uh, the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the head of the church, and this church is His. So we have to be, you know, to understand how important it is for all of us to behave um, ourselves orderly, and again, <clears throat> if we uh, impose this upon the membership of the church, okay, members, you cannot come to church if you do not wear, you know, ladies, if you do not wear your your uh, paldas, you cannot come to church. If we impose that, and some some churches imposing that, and people will just follow, you know, all oh, the ladies, you know, long dresses and all that. Uh, they just follow, they have no problem with that and, and, and maybe if there are a few that will not like it, then they will just find another church, and that's the solution that maybe they can find but I will tell you we don't do that in our church because we want as much as these people to hear the gospel, um, we don't care so much about, you know telling them what to wear to the church just come as you are come as you are that is our, you know, um, 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 our our attitude in the church. Let the people come as they are. But we hope that, you know, they will let go as they came. In other words, when they go out of the church, they will be changed. Little by little. You see, I remember Jinky, when uh, uh, when she was new to our church, um, you know, she, she knew already that, you know, people are, wearing all these uh, long skirts and all that and uh, she came with long skirts and uh, but in the house in, in their house um, she she wore pants and shorts and I will tell you the shorts the shorts is up to this short <laughs> I said are you not ashamed and know? <laughs> But I tell you, she, she was wearing those kind of shorts. And no one was telling her, she just observed around and she, she just followed what she saw in Mam Eva, what she saw, I think, at the Ninin and Ginging and, uh, Ging Ging and um, Gina. Gina, yeah, Gina. So those ladies, those girls, they were young girls in our church that every time you see them whether in the church or outside of the church whether in the home or outside of the home they will not wear pants and that 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 you know um, will 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 cause impact on those people that's watching and a lot of our newcomers in our church new members without pastor Jimbo's preaching that they will just follow they will just follow how the way these people wear in the church, because they they, they don't want you know um, it's not you know it's not uh, hard for them to find those clothes also, so it's okay. The same thing is true with me. When I was in uh, you know I was new into the church, you know already I already told you that I had my you know if if um, if I had to choose, I would choose my pants, my dealing pants they are more expensive than the pastor's, you know, trousers. I like my pants, my um, uh, 501 Levi's. <laughs> I love it. And look, I look around, wow, every time they come to church, they are in slacks, like this, slacks. And even in fellowship, Monday, they always have fellowship because Monday is the be like a holiday for them, for the pastors and uh, they have their. Uh, they have no uh, work on Monday because after Sunday they they rest Monday, and then the fellowship. They are still wearing pants. And what's what astonished me really is when they played basketball, they wear slacks. I said, "This is, this is beyond me." <laughs> That's why from there, I said goodbye to my 501 device. I I stopped using it. And then I just bought all these slacks, and then, then coming to church, uh, wearing t-shirts. And now I changed also with collar because uh, they said that collar is more, you know, uh, casual decent, uh, decent than t-shirts. Okay, so I, uh, all my all my church um, clothes had collar. And then later on, um, you know, in Manila, so I realized that it's not acceptable. You know, when I when I went to Pastor Bini Abantis Church, um, it was it was uh, really a, a you know a game changer for me. So I said, now Lord, from now on, I will wear the best I can wear. I must be presentable when you come to church because I am your ambassador. <laughs> I am your ambassador. I cannot just wear anything when it comes to church. Maybe if time will really, um, you know, um, restrict me from changing clothes and I'm late and then I have to preach and then uh, I may come here with my high vest, my, you know, shiny high vest from work. But again, I tried my best not to do that. But that is exactly what God wants us to do, you know, to upgrade and then behave orderly because uh, as a leader, I have I don't have much choice. I don't have much choice. If if our speaker in our church will not wear, uh, will wear t-shirt, and he's going to preach, I I, can, I will not stop him. I will not stop him, but he cannot preach anymore. As much as I, if as long as I am the pastor, I will not allow. That person to preach if he will he will set a wrong example to the people because he's preaching here and he is not wearing uh, the you know the business attire suit because we are God's you know um, ambassadors you cannot do that you see if if you are a member it's okay it's fine but the moment you re- you rise to the top there. You have not not much, you know, freedom. Pastor Pastor um, Phil Singer String, uh, been with us. He asked me, Preacher, um I I wear um, I wear coat and tie in my preaching all the time. Is it appropriate in your church? Uh, yes, Pastor. That's also my That's also my uh, uh, standard in the church. And again, there are pastors that are okay with that. Uh, it's okay, but that's different. They are, they are, you know, uh, they have different upbringing, so we cannot really follow them. But we have our own. We have our own in our church, and do not try to say, uh, you know, mislead the people. I don't want the people to think that it's okay. Look at that, you know, they are not. Um, um, our preacher is not. Uh, Is wearing the same thing I'm wearing the same thing I don't want that That people will think That It's Those kind of things are okay Because it's not okay Now My My example of this If You are going to attend a wedding And you are the best man How What are you going to wear Or you are You are You are a pastor and you are going to You know, bury people Can I wear T-shirt or long sleeve only? No Why? Because it's sacred It's You know, it's that very formal gathering You know, when we meet the Lord That must be very formal We cannot muck around Especially in the service Like this Do not you know, lower the standard because, as I said, if we lower the standard, the people will go one level behind or one level level below. And where can we go from there? People will come in shorts or maybe in their in their uh, swimming trunks coming to church because <laughs> this church is okay. The most important thing is the heart, not that. I know that's true. But again, when we are um standing in the pulpit and doing some work in the Lord, behave orderly and do not mislead the people of a wrong example. That is why I need to set this example for you to follow or otherwise it's fine. But do not take the leadership. Because leadership, there's not much freedom there. You want freedom? Go down. Here at the bottom, there's lots of freedom. But if you want leadership, you are, you are restricted with your movement. There are things you cannot do. So that is why there is this manner of the church. Apostle Paul gave this manner to Timothy. Because Timothy is the pastor. Be careful, Timothy, that you will not live disorderly because people are watching you anything that you do they will think that you know that's okay that is why the church of god you know is holy and it's very very delicate the church is very delicate especially for the pastors especially for the leaders because they are the ones that will be responsible for that in 1st Timothy chapter 4 verse number 12 The pastors, the deacons, the teachers of the church To lead a good example in holy living Holy living Let no man despise thy youth But be thou an example Be thou an example of the believers In what what way? In, In word in word we have to be very careful with our you know the way we speak when we the way we talk in word in conversation conversation is not anything but way of life conversation is just the way you live your life i cannot i cannot just say oh oh sorry i, I cannot come to church today because you know we have a fishing expedition <laughs> i cannot go to the beach and and there's a church, and I'm a pastor. But if you're not a pastor, you have freedom. You have freedom to go anywhere you want. But if you're a pastor, you have no freedom. In conversation, your manner of life, like say, my, how the way I, I, I raise my children. How the way I leave my children in the home. That is, people are watching me and my family if my family will live in a disorderly manner oops uh, my girl you know has a boy sleeping in her room and it is not okay to the pastor okay to the wife and okay to the family is acceptable that is a question mark because that is that home is an is an example the home is, is, is an example of the flock, example of the church. I cannot allow that. Oh, oh, that's that's too much. But sorry, that's gross. You know, no one will do that. No, okay, what about our our children? You know, uh, um, c- communicating or texting or messaging with boys. You know, by the grace of God, I know. Um, you know, my children. For many times, I raided them. I I will raid them, and they know it. At any time, also I, in the future, I will raid their phones. I will raid their rooms. I will raid because even in our homes, my phones—they have access to that. They can scroll down. They can scroll down. What's in? What's my messages? Uh, as I, if I speak to someone, they can—they can find the messages. I, you know there is You know that the. the, the um, environment of an open book. My wife can see all my um, messages, my my emails, my messenger, my um, my uh, you know my phone messages. I think I will create another. In this. <laughs> I think I will create another account. I have no freedom. I have no privacy here. But no, I don't need to. I don't need to. Why? Why should I have another account? One pastor talking to Pastor Kent and Pastor Tokiro. They died already, Pastor Tokiro and Pastor Subramas. And there's another pastor. And the phone rang. The phone rang. And he checked. There were three phones. Check which one is ringing. <laughs> and then answered the phone and ran away. And Pastor Toquero said, hey, come on. Why you run away? Who's that? Come here. <laughs> Why you have to run away? <laughs> and then later on, there was this scandal. A pastor has three phones. I don't know why. I only have one. I think I need to buy two. <laughs> you see, um, example. Any person maybe will misbehave in in the home. That is so sad. I I would be very sad if there will be one person in my household. <coughs> Will play up, and then we'll just—that would be very sad. I cannot promise that you know they will just be upright all the time. I cannot promise that, but that will be very sad. Why? Because this, we are—we are, we are um, in, entrusted by the Lord with a ministry that is, you know, the Church of the Living God. That is very scary. To handle such a to handle such a position let no man I'll tell you I can see the the intensity of the seriousness of Apostle Paul to Timothy Timothy let no man despise the youth do not let them think because you are young you are awkward and you are disorderly no Timothy Do not let them despise because you are young. Behave well. You know, show yourself a man. Be careful in the church. Take extra effort. As I said, you know, when you are in the leadership, you go up, there is not much freedom. No freedom of your time. You have, you know, no life already because you are taking care of the church of God. You see, let no man despise the youth but be thou an example of the believers in word. Now, that is leadership. If you cannot handle that, then don't be a leader because there is much freedom down there. But if you want to be a leader, Follow it because I followed it by the grace of God. Follow it by the grace of God. Be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity. Charity is love. Love. Before you rebuke the person because of the wrongdoing, you must have that love first in your heart. Asking the Lord Lord I pray for this person Please Lord Give him wisdom Please Lord If there is sin Please forgive him If there is wrongdoings done Please Lord Wash his sins away And help him Lord To get up And help him That is love Not just You'll just strike the person And kick the person out Of the church Because his sin. You we don't do that because first and foremost, when this person sins, he, he will be hurt by the Lord. The Lord will hurt him. And when the Lord hurts him, it hurts us too. Because they are part of our body, part of us. That must be there, must be an example of charity. There must be love and in spirit. In faith, in faith. We must show faith in everything by faith because the just shall live by faith. In purity, purity. Husband and wife live in purity. Young people live in purity. Everyone should live in purity. I'll tell you, if you watch pornography, it's not pure. You will never be pure when you watch pornography. So, in purity. In Titus chapter 2, verse number 8. Sound speech that cannot be condemned. That he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. People have will oppose us. We cannot please everyone. Whenever we make a stand, the people will oppose. But I will tell you, you know. But if our words, you know, uh, will be will be uh, delivered to them, and and you know, seasoned with salt, as God said people we oppose but they cannot condemn they cannot condemn us because we are speaking the truth and we are speaking the truth in love how can they condemn a person who loved the person that he was uh, leading um, to a to, um, righteous life how much important that we watch our own life as we lead the flock of God it's so hard. That is why pastors need prayers. Okay. Apostle Paul asked the people in, 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 in Corinth and, 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 and Thessalonica, Brethren, pray for us. It's not easy, but we need God. We need the people's prayer. We need, we need them to pray for us because this life that we are living is not really easy to live. Be careful on what we allow to do, and we on what we tolerate in the church. Let us be very careful about that. That is why, you know, sometimes, as much as I don't want it, but we have to. Like say in our van, I already said that many times that, out of, you know, delicate, uh, you know, the, uh, was that? Um, good good practice, just for good practice sake. Let us not let the uh, girls to, to, to uh, uh, ride side by side with the boys. There's nothing wrong with that. I believe there's nothing wrong if we will separate them. Because I'll tell you, you know, our, our, we can trust our children, but <clears throat> we will not We will not um, go to the edge, you know. Let us not go to the precipice of sin. In other words, we will take them as far away as far away from the cliff so that it will be harder for them to fall. (laughs) If you if you if you stand here in this cliff, if you stand in this cliff, it's just one step, you fall. One step, you fall. One step, you fall. But if you step as far back as you can, there will be a lot of steps. A lot of steps. A lot of effort. A lot of effort. A lot of effort. A lot of effort. A lot of effort effort before you fall. So it's better really to push them as far, you know, away from the cliff. And that is our help as adults. Me, that is my help as a pastor so that, you know, our chir- children will not be placed in an unnecessary awkwardness or feeling wherever they feel there. We can save them from that in a little way. In a little way. But if, you know, people don't like it, that's fine. But you know, if I'm around, I will say that. But it's good if we will be unified in that, that you know, that will be uh, becoming as a matter of, um, um, you know, uh, part of our um, things in the church. Let us avoid that because, again, our children is our responsibility um, as a church uh, pastor. That is my responsibility uh, to look um, to oversee the entire you know health and safety and, you know, uh, um, morality wise also of the church. Again, it is all because we have one master in the church, okay. the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. So, therefore, we also have this behavior, the manners that we have, that we should have in the church. And also, here, number three, the ministry of the church, the church of the living God. The ministry of the church. Remember, our church is here the pillar. The pillar of uh, and ground of the truth Our church Is the pillar and ground Of the church So pillar that means th- That our church must standing firm and this must Be a pride Because as a pillar does The pillar is very straight mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So since it is A pillar It is you know uh, um um purposely set there to support anything right here fastened or anchored in this pillar because the pillar is a strong support if there is a beam coming from this way that way this is the target the pillar must be you know the target direction of that beam and that beam must be fastened or anchored in that pillar because that pillar is the support must be strong support and sometimes not just uh, you know <coughs> for for the um, uh, horizontal support also vertical support it can carry loads this pillar can carry load from the top why? Because that our church is a pillar. That's what what that's what apostle Paul said. The pillar and ground of truth. So again, the church must be founded in the truth. People will lie. But because we are now Christians, we fight back against lies because we are no longer children of Satan. Satan was the, was the father of lies. And if we lie, so we are just following Satan. But he's not our father anymore. Okay. Yep. Yeah. We are God's children now. Yeah. Huh? Yep. So, therefore, you know, John chapter 8, verse 44. John eight forty-four. Ye are of your father the devil, and the last of your father ye will do. He was a murderer from the beginning. And abode not in the truth Because there is no truth in him When he speaketh a lie He speaketh of his own For he is a liar and the father of it You see That truth Is our responsibility As a church And the truth hurts The truth is You know can wound you But again that is the truth And we are told you know, that To handle the truth Hear the truth And handle the truth okay. It's not an easy job It's not an easy thing Study to show thyself Approve unto God the workman that needeth not to be ashamed Rightly dividing <laughs> The word of truth And when you hear the truth And you handle the truth My friend hide it in your heart Hide the truth. Love it. Set the word of God in your heart so that the truth of the word of God, you know, is your is your guide and defense. It can help you make judgment and it can help you make decisions. Hide the truth in your heart. The psalmist said that thy word have I hid in my heart, that I may not sin against thee. Thy testimonies have I taken as an heritage forever. For they are rejoicing. The rejoicing of my heart. So hide the truth. Hide it in your heart. um, Hear it. And handle it. And obey it. And hold forth. In other words, while we move forward, the, the truth also we are taking forward with us. Hold forth. Holding forth the word of life. That I may rejoice in the day of Christ. That I have not run in vain. Neither labored in vain. We must preach the word in our in our church Sunday morning, um, Sunday afternoon in the Young program, or in the, in the rest homes, or wherever it is, and in the evening service, in the Wednesday service, and our prayer vigil. All of that, all of that, we must preach the truth. In other words, preach the Bible, preach the word of God, right? We're dividing the word of God. And again, do not use other books, do not use the the Watchtower. Do not use the Book of Mormons. We don't need it. <laughs> Just Amen. use the Bible. Yep. Amen. You see? We preach the Word of God. The whole counsel of God. From Genesis to Revelation. So we have here, we understand that we have the Master of the Church. That is the Lord Jesus. Amen. And we have the manners of the Church. That <coughs> is our holiness. And we have the ministry of the Church. And lastly here, we have the message of the church. Go back to our text, First Timothy, Timothy chapter three, verse number sixteen. First Timothy chapter three, verse sixteen: "And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifested in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, um, pre- preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory." Again, the the message of God. To the church. is the message of the mystery of godliness. This godliness, my friend. You know, is not known to the world. That godliness. You know, the righteousness of God. But there is this mystery that is being revealed to us. The Lord opened this to us. The Lord, you know, revealed this mystery to us. Because we are God's children. And therefore, we ought to know all this. Manifest in the flesh. That is the incarnation. So manifested, that means to make visible. Because this godliness was not known to men before. But God revealed this to his people. So manifested to make visible or affirming his uh, pre-existence. And again, in the, Bible, the Bible says that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And he beheld <clears> his glory. The glory is of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. In Philippians 2, verse number 5. <clears throat> Philippians 2, 5. Um, he said, uh, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who um, being in the form of God. Thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. That is the manifestation of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord Jesus is manifested in the flesh, in the incarnation. God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself you see manifested in the flesh and justified in the spirit my friend that is the powerful powerful working um, of the holy spirit in the life you know attested of the truth to attest to the truth of Christ the Lord Jesus Christ is the truth and again we we know that from the from the history and from what's written in the in the new testament with matthew uh I mean John, I mean who is John the Baptist said lord the voice um, the voice from heaven saying this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased that is god that is jesus christ being revealed you know manifest manifested um, by god and now we know him because he was manifested that is what the, that verse is saying in, in, in uh, second and First Timothy it said without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels. notice that? Angels had not seen his glorified form, but he was already you know at that moment of his incarnation, he was seen and glorified. And also preached unto the Gentiles. My friend, a lot of people died martyrs because of the Lord, uh, you know, Jesus Christ uh, preached by these people. And the Lord Jesus was preached to all the people. Ma- and people became martyrs because of that. The reformers, the Baptists, Charles <laughs> Virgin, the body, Jonathan Edwards, John Rice, Dr. Lee Robertson, John Bunyan. Those people, my friend, they they, uh, they preach the Lord Jesus Christ. Adoniram Johnson and Bob Hughes, Pastor Gisalva, and many others. And again, there are the people among many others that preach Christ unto the Gentiles. And until today, the Gentiles are getting saved. Every single day, the Gentiles Receiving the Lord <coughs> You see <coughs> That That a verse Written 2,000 years ago <coughs> Is a Prophecy that's fulfilled Even in our time God was manifest in the flesh Justified in the spirit, seen of angels Preached unto the Gentiles Believe on in the world And receive up into glory That is all fulfilled. Receive up into glory. Acts chapter 1, verse number 10. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. My friend, the, 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 you know, um, the church that we are um, serving at the moment, the master of the church is the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Lord Jesus Christ is our recent Savior. We are serving a recent Savior. Amen. He's the master of our church. And what is the manner of a church? It must be, you know, manner, like organized. Organize it properly. Organize it properly. And the ministry, the ministry is to hold forth the truth. Hold the truth. Preach the truth. And what's the message? The message is no other than the Son of God himself, the Lord Jesus Christ. Go back again to that verse in 1 Timothy, Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, last verse. And uh, we will read this together. We'll read this together because um, if possible, we can memorize this and do it better. But again, let's read this together because this is um, the climax of our um, uh, message tonight about the Lord Jesus Christ. And without controversy, let's read this together. Verse 16, reread. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness god was manifest in the flesh justified in the spirit seen of angels preached unto the gentiles <coughs> believe all in the world receive up in the glory let's bow as a prayer our father in heaven thank you lord for uh, the blessing lord <coughs> the message of the church we have the master lord that is you alone the <laughs> master of the church you alone is our um, owner of God. You own us. You own the church. And <clears throat> Our manners, Lord, is we should be organized and we should behave properly in the church. And again, Lord, um, you, you taught us how to do things in the church. And Lord, we have um, the message and the message that we brought and we, the message we will keep on bringing until the day that you will come. Is um, your Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, this church, Lord? We are serving a risen Savior. Thank you, Father, that you have placed us um, into this body, and thank you for um, um, loving us, Lord. Thank you for um, giving to us all this revelation, all this <clears throat> manifestation, and of the, the the Son of God and the, uh, the revelation of the Son of God to our lives. Because, Lord, uh, this is a great blessing to each one of us. Now, Father, uh, bless your people once again, and thank you for reminding us tonight. Thank you for the instructions, Lord. How are we going to move forward um, with, with the gospel? And, Lord, help us in our ministry. Help us, Lord, in our, uh, uh, our personal lives. Please, Lord, protect us and keep us away from spiritual harm. And, Lord, and even physical or mental or whatever harms Lord that Satan wants to bombard us with but Lord I pray that you will stop him and protect Lord guard your people of that help us Lord that to fall uh, uh, as, at, at Satan's hands and Lord I pray that we will all be uh, victorious in the Lord Jesus Christ and that Lord our our um, ministering lord will be acceptable unto you and bless once again lord bless your people thank you lord for your goodness to us in jesus name we pray amen amen let's uh, sing <coughs> that final hit <coughs> <coughs>